Nobody. Who can take my place? Nobody. Welcome back to Whole Squad Eats, where we talk about growing businesses, making money, and being the best version of you. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Let's eat. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Phil Risher. And on today's episode, we're going to be diving in on a couple topics that I've had conversations with some of my peers over the past couple days. And I'm like, man, I really need to share this with you guys because I feel like in our world, when it comes to capitalism and growth, I'm all about, you know, going for it. But I think that there's an underlying tone that sometimes is not really discussed. And so hopefully on this podcast, I'll at least share my thought process on some of these things and hopefully it will help you maybe process things on your end. So let's get right into it. There is a quote out there that it's not money I'm after, it's freedom. And the reason that this is so important for me specifically is because a lot of times growing up, I used to say, you know, when I make a certain amount of money or when I have a certain amount of money, then I'll be good. And it wasn't until my mid twenties that I actually realized that it wasn't money that I was after. It was the freedom that money gave me. And so I started to look at my life as how could I create freedom from money and whether that be on offense or defense. Defense, obviously, you know, I am a big proponent of Dave Ramsey and a lot of times he gets so much hate because he's all about playing defense, which is, you know, make sure that you budget, don't use debt, always kind of more safe-ish stuff. He has his baby steps that he recommends. But for me, I was very heavy on the defensive side, which is budgeting, um, making sure that you're not outspending whatever whatever you're making, making sure that you are paying off your debt and you're not taking on accumulating more debt. And I was also on the offensive side, which was making more money, but it, I didn't really unlock the full offensive side until I started my business, which allowed me to make more uncapped commission. Before that, I just had sales positions where I could make the uncapped commissions, but it wasn't as structured as you know when I finally did my own thing. And what I realized was that it wasn't the money part that I was after. It was the freedom. I was about 26 years old and I was working a job that I didn't like. At this point, I had bought my condo. I had no debt. I had no car payment, no rent, no mortgage, no student loans, no credit card payments. And I hated my job. I literally would go to work and I was selling something that I didn't even like. And for me, I felt stuck because I was making, you know, $70,000, $80,000. It was a good career, quote unquote, but I wasn't fulfilled. And it was at that point that I realized that it's not money that I'm after. It's the freedom. And that's when I read 4-Hour Workweek and I said, wow, well, he was talking about retiring or doing mini retirements or even retiring early of something. And I started going down the rabbit hole of financial independence, retire early or the fire movement. And that's when I decided that I was going to go do something fun with my life. And I bought the school bus, made a little tiny home and I went out and traveled. And so there's a story that I heard at that time and I want to share it with you. And you may have heard it before, but if not, it's, it speaks to the level of going Uh, capitalism, I would say capitalism is what it is. But I think that, I mean, I love capitalism and I think that it's great. It solves problems and you should be ambitious. The main parts of that that I look at is not just growing to grow. This is me speaking of how I feel is that I don't want to grow just because I got to grow. It's capitalism. I got to make more money, all that kind of stuff. If you're growing, you're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. You know, I'm sure you've heard all that stuff. More so that I want to be the best version of myself and I want to use my capabilities and my ability to be the best that I can be, not because I'm trying to make a certain amount of money, more so that I want to take the tools and resources that I believe I've been given by God 
to go and to make the most of those tools and not squander the the abilities and the talents that he's given me. And so anyways, this story is about the investment baker who goes to a village, a Mexican village, and a small boat pulls up. So I'm going to kind of just go through the story. So an American investment baker was at the pier of a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. Inside the small boat were several large yellow fin tuna. The American complimented the Mexican on the quality of his fish and asked how long it took to catch them. The fisherman replied, only a little while. The American then asked, well, why didn't you stay out longer and catch more fish? The fisherman said he had enough to support his family, their immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The fisherman said, I sleep late. I fish a little. I play with my children. I take siestas with my wife, Maria. I stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life. The American scoffed. Ha, I'm a Harvard MBA. I could help you. You should spend more time fishing with the proceeds. Buy a bigger boat. With the pro proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats. Eventually, you would have a fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to a middleman, you would sell directly to the processor, eventually opening your own cannery. You would control the product, processing, and distribution. You would need to leave this small coastal village and move to Mexico City and then LA and eventually New York City, where you'll run your expanding enterprise. The fisherman asked, but how long will all this take? To which the American replied, oh, 15 or 20 years. But what then? Asked the fisherman. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your company stock to the public and become very rich. You make millions. Millions? Then what? The American said, then you would retire. Move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siestas with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine, play your guitar with your amigos. And that's how the story ends. When I heard this story, for me, it resonated to the point that it's okay to look at the contentment and the life that you have now and be so content with what you have. That doesn't mean that you don't keep being ambitious and striving. But what it does mean is that where you're currently at may be exactly where you need to be. The fisherman story for me transformed the way that I look at my personal development. Also, what are my goals and ambitions? And you don't have to be, you know, a minimalist. And I'm not saying that if you like to work, don't work. But by all means, don't just grow to grow. Don't just work to work. Look at your life and see, are you building a life or are you, are you just building it, an income? And I think a lot of times, especially like with business owners, I see this a lot, which is this, the shiny service syndrome. You all know about the, sh the shiny object syndrome where you're just chasing the next car and that kind of stuff. But the shiny service syndrome to me is that, especially when you have a good business or when people like you, like for example, I went on a podcast. I was talking with the guy, telling him, you know, my story about my business, giving, you know, some good inspiring things for his audience. And afterwards he said, man, we should really work together. And I said, what do you have in mind? And he said, well, you could do this and this. And it was, it was not anything that my current company does. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I totally understand that. But right now we're really narrowly focused on doing a great job at this thing, because if we just stay focused on this thing, we're going to do great. And he said, man, but you could make a killing if you did this. 
And I think that there's a liberating factor that it's not the money that I'm after, it's the freedom. And by saying no to something means saying yes to something else. And by saying yes to something means saying no to something else. So could this guy have a great idea and, and I go and work with him and we make millions of dollars? Sure. But saying yes to that means saying no to other things that might matter more in my life. And I think with a lot of businesses, this shiny service syndrome that comes up, there's always more services or other types of services that we could offer on our business to make more money. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't look at growing your business, but you also have to look at growing smart. Mainly, if your current thing that you're doing is not good, it's going to be hard to scale. So going and starting something else and doing both of these things at 50%, that's not going to help you scale. It's just going to make you do more things and have more SOPs and more processes all over the place. I see this all the time. Like if you're a remodeling company and you're really good at kitchens, well, then don't go do siding and doors. Just focus on kitchens and vice versa. If you're a carpet cleaning company, don't go do hardwood finishing. Then you have to go and buy all this new equipment, open up a whole nother division and learn all this other stuff. Just go and do carpet cleaning great and be great. And so I think that when you start to focus and you, and you start to have some balance, more importantly than just balance is that you have the freedom to say no. A lot of times I see this when you, when you don't have any money or any freedom because you're bogged down by debt and you don't have any profit or revenue, we all know this feeling, then you're saying yes to everything because you're trying to get more money in the door because you need that money. And so you just say yes, 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 yes. When really you should be trying to build a business where you can say no to the right, to the wrong things and yes to the right things. And so I wanted to share this because I feel like there is this stigma out there that if you're not growing, then you're dying. And what does that even mean? If you're not growing revenue, then you're dying. If you're not growing as a person, then you're dying. And so for me, at least, it was very liberating to look at my life and say, it's not money that I'm after, it's freedom. And what does freedom look like for you and for your life and for your family? And I can only share that, I'll share with you what freedom looks like to me is to be able to have the flexibility to take my daughter to daycare, to pick her up, to have the flexibility that my wife is a teacher. When she's off in the summers, if we want to go to the pool, we can go to the pool. And I'm not saying that it's wrong if those are things that you, that you don't want. But if you don't know the life that you're trying to create, then you're going to create a life that you have no control over because it's creating itself. And so there's a thing called lifestyle design. What is your dream lifestyle? And then how can you create a life around that? And, you know, when I was when I was in my 20s, I would be listening to this stuff and I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to make money to pay off my student loans. Like I can't, I don't even have money for gas. And it was, it, it always struck me like, well, what are these people doing? Like, how did they get to this point? And what I can tell you is there is a season of grind mode when you have no money. There's a season of grind mode when you start a business. There's a season of grind mode right now when I'm running my business. There's also a balance in that you can grind, but then you can also turn it off there. I was listening to this, this Tony Robbins podcast. He was on my first million, which is one of my podcasts. And he has this thing that he talks about, which is the honey, I'm home. It's a ritual that him and his wife have where when he comes home after work with extreme emotion and char charisma, he screams out to his wife, honey, I'm home. And it's basically signaling to her that I'm all yours. I'm done with work and I'm home and it's time to be the best husband or version that I can be. I was listening to another podcast about balance and 
this was my, my daughter now is almost a year old. And one of the things that this podcast recommended was at 5 PM, this person has a alarm on their phone that says all-star dad. And so now I have that on my phone. I turned it on when my daughter was born 5 PM, all-star dad, all-star dad. It's kind of a funny joke. Cause now my phone rings and I go all-star, all-star, all-star. So all-star dad, my, my phone goes on, do not disturb. And it's now time to give a hundred percent grind mode to my daughter. And I think that that balance for me has been transformational because I grind hard during the day. I go hard at work. I want to be the best. I, like I said, I don't want my talents to be buried. I want my talents to go and, and do what they're here to do. And I want to add value to people with my unique skill set. But I think that there's also a side of it, which is how do you want your life to look and, and what do you want to be known for? So Hopefully that you found value in this. If you do, I would be curious, you know, please, if you could leave a review, that would be great. So, you know, something positive. If you, if you don't like it, just listen to something else. If you think that this might be helpful for someone, please be sure to share it. And if you have questions for upcoming podcasts or, or even guests that you're, that you think should be on here, you can go, you can go to my LinkedIn, Phil Risher. There's a, a link in the show notes, or you can go to flashconsulting.com slash question, and you can ask a question there. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Who in my way? I don't see him. Nobody. At all. Who can take my place? Who can be me? Nobody. At all. Who got something to say? Who gon' say it? Everybody. Who gon' say it to my face? Who brave enough? Nobody. I don't